What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Masters of the Cultureverse. I'm your friendly neighborhood blurred here with the invincible Clay Stroman. How you doing, Clay? I'm good, Caleb. I'm excited to get into uh, a pretty packed weekend of news here, man. I know. You know what I was just thinking when I announced your name, though? I need to get like a, a sound effect that's just like a <sighs> audience when I say your name because I, I hype it up, but then it's just like, how you doing, Caleb? You know what I mean? There's like no, no, no. I've hyped maybe up nothing. Should... Maybe I should just start yelling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try that next week, and we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I wanna, I wanna put it next to like a weaker fan response when you say your name, <laughs> like a, oh, like in in Wii bowling or something when you like fuck yep. up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. And then I can have the strike sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see about uh, inserting that in there somehow. Um, hopefully, we don't get sued for it. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo's a, a big fan of the show, anyways. True, true. They'll they'll just give it to us. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's right, fine. Right. We're helping them. Exactly. So uh, before we get started, what you reading? What you watching? Um. Yeah. So I watched a lot of the DC fandom this weekend. It was mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. A lot of really cool stuff that we're going to get into, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're also right in the middle of the NBA playoffs. So of I've course. Been watching a lot of basketball too. Celtics sweeping the Sixers. Yep. Yep. Celtics are the first team to advance. The Sixers suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um um other than yeah other than that we had we had an interesting start to round one where the two number one seeds lost the first game hmm. the lakers and the bucks they both lost uh they've both since won the next two games uh, so, they look yeah. really really good now so it's kind of like balancing out right um but yeah there's some there's some exciting stuff happening did you see the buzzer beater that luca had today no i didn't i missed it yeah so the mavericks are playing the clippers and um, it went into overtime, and he hit a buzzer beater at the end to win the game. And wow. Like, yeah, and I think he had, he had like 41, uh, 17, and 13, or mm-hmm. something like that. So that guy's just like going off and doing crazy stuff. Yeah, what, didn't he get into a tiff with somebody earlier? He did, he did. Montrez Harrell in the last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got, they got into a, a bit of a scrap. Uh, Luca was, you know, protecting his teammates and things like that, and vice versa, and uh, some some choice words were thrown around, and they've since made up. They they hugged. I did I did see them hugging and and patting each other on the back and high fiving and handshaking and all that good stuff. Yeah, you love to see it. You do, you do. I mean, it's it's sports. You're gonna trash talk. You're gonna get heated. It it happens. But as long as you can like put it aside and compartmentalize and like afterwards be like, all right, we're cool. Just apologize and all that. I, I think that's fine. Hey, it's just a game, man. Exactly. And we're just people. We're just people. Okay. That's the message for today's podcast. We're just people. Never forget. We're just people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the um, the playoffs have been really exciting. Um, it's been cool. Some of the players have been, like, a little rusty. Like, LeBron only put up 10 points in game two, but then he since has, like, gotten back to form. I think he had 38 in game three, so, like, mm-hmm. he's back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also been but, memed. But yeah. Do what? He's also been memed recently. That's Which our ball. One? That's our ball. Hey, isn't oh, yeah. that our ball? Yeah. So I, I saw one earlier. It's like um, every dog at a dog park. Yes. <laughs> I saw that one too. I was like, that's pretty funny. That's really funny. Hey, that's our ball. And Boston is, is uh, she's like that. Any ball is her yeah. ball. So mm-hmm. it, it, it fits. That's what, that's what memes are, right? Right. Art imitating life, life imitating art. Exactly. Art, art, art. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we've got basketball. And I guess, I guess kind of in other basketball news, it is Kobe Bryant's birthday. So happy birthday, Kobe. Happy birthday, Mamba. Yep. Mamba forever. 
Um, and uh, yeah, we also got a look at the Toon Squad uni for the new Space Jam movie with LeBron. Before you get into that, um, back to Kobe. Uh, tomorrow, right? Nope. Or uh, today, if you're listening when the podcast comes out, right. it's Kobe Bryant Kobe Day. Kobe Bryant Day. Yeah. Yep. So happy Kobe Bryant Day. Happy birthday on Sunday. Um, a lot of Kobe, a lot of good. And you said something yeah. about Nike doing a Kobe week, right? Yeah, yeah, Mamba week. Mamba week, sorry. Yeah, which I believe starts tomorrow. Awesome. Okay, back yeah. to back to LeBron and the Tune Squad, sorry. I do also think it's very cool that Kobe days the day after his birthday, just like coincidentally. Yeah, that is interesting. If only, It would be cool if it was on, like if his birthday was the 24th, that would be really cool. But yeah, you get what awesome. you get. You get what you get, right. and you don't throw right. a fit. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and then we've got some Space Jam stuff. You know, like I said, the um, the uni kind of dropped a picture of it with LeBron in the the Toon Squad. You know, get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think of uh, it? Um, I think it. I think it works. You know, it's it's obviously not going to be the same uniform. You know that. that yeah, the classic work. white with the right, right. Like you can't, you can't beat that. Yeah, right? you can't beat it. So I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, it's as good or like it's better or whatever. I think it works though. I mean, it's got cool colors like the blue and the orange. Yeah, I like the color scheme and I think it looks good. I mean, it's LeBron wearing it, so obviously it's going to look good on him. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see what it looks like on Bugs, and then I'll I'll really make my judgment. Or Lola. Oh yeah. Lola. So, um, yeah, it's got like kind of like a Miami Vice color scheme. It's kind of cool. It does. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Same. Same these. Cool. Anything else in the world of sports? The wonderful world of sports. Hmm. I mean, not a whole lot. This this is pretty much all about basketball right now. Mm-hmm. We've got, I mean, we've got like the Stanley Cup playoffs going on and, and things like that. But I'm I'm pretty focused on basketball right now. Yeah. Um, is are the Hurricanes? I don't watch hockey. I said I was going to get into hockey, but then the pandemic happened, and I never really got into hockey. Um, so are the Hurricanes in it? Yeah, they uh, they are. So they, let's see. So they just moved on, I believe. Oh, nice. I believe they just closed out the series against the Bruins. Well, good for them. I'm happy for them. Actually, I think I just lied. I'm pretty sure they lost that series. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, bad for them. I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It's fine. Um, it's like hockey. I said, I've been focused on yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have even brought it up. It's my, it's my fault. I made you no, lie. No. I made you no, no. lie. That was my fault. I'm just a pathological liar. Mm. It it has been said, yeah. It has been spoken. I'll admit it too. Yeah, that's that's the first step. So I'm glad you can do that. Right, acceptance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah, moving on to some video game news. You see that Black Myth trailer? Yeah, I did. It's it looks uh, super interesting and super Japanese. It does. It's an it's an indie game, but it looks ri- like it doesn't look like any indie game I've ever seen. No, no, it I, it. I mean, it gave me like obviously we've been playing Ghost of Tsushima, so mm-hmm. it kind of gave me those types of vibes. Right. Um, the graphics looked good. The combat looked good. Like it. It looks like it's running off like a solid engine. Mm-hmm. I also saw that it's based on a real Chinese myth. I'm trying to to double check before I lie, like you just did. But um, I want to say like it's based in some some kind of Asian myth. I don't want to specify Chinese in case I'm wrong. I've, that's happened before. It does seem, yeah, it does seem very, like, I guess, it seems to have, like, mythological aspects to it. I mean, right. got, like, the main character is a monkey. Guy. Yes, Monkey King-inspired game. So it is it is the Chinese myth of the Monkey King. I was right. Cool, cool. 
Um, but no, yeah, 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 it looks it looks looks like a like definitely could be a fun game when it comes out. Yeah, I don't, don't know when that's going to be. I think right. Not to my knowledge. Um, but it's, that they only have like a very small team working on it, so it's like. Do you hear that? Yeah, our third co-host. That's three and four. That's Boston and Brooks. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about the uh, the barking. It was the trash men. So we have valet trash, which you just put it outside on your porch, and they come and pick up the trash. Now, when we first moved in, they would come at six, like clockwork, all the time. But here in the last couple months, they've been coming like at just random times, and it is 9-11 right now when we're recording, and they just came to pick up the trash. And so she probably heard him on the steps. And once she starts barking, Brooke starts starts barking. So it's it's all clusterfuck. But we are well guarded in this apartment. So cool. Yeah, but back to the Monkey King. Yeah, Monkey King. Um, yeah, that's what it it looks it looks solid, like you said. I'll I'll give it a whirl. Um I'm not a big like indie gamer. I don't know much. I just saw this because it came up on Instagram and it looked really cool, so um, maybe this will be my foray into indie games. Yeah, we'll see when the game even comes out. True, if it comes out. I think we know next to nothing. Yeah, because um, I'm pretty sure a lot of times these indie games, they just kind of fizzle out and, and you never really see it, right? I'd like to see this one come out. I don't I would, know that it's a game that I would like buy on release, but something I'd like to try out. Yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't pre-order it, but I'll, I'll play it. Um, Moving on, we're going to go into the world of TV. Jensen Ackles, is it Ackles or Ackles? Ackles. Jensen Ackles um, from Supernatural fame joins the boys season three as Soldier Boy. Kind of knock off Captain America, right? Yep, yep. And what's what's cool about that is that he auditioned to play Captain America before ah. Chris Evans got the role. And so, now he's playing the like discount version. Yeah, now he's doing like a knockoff version. That's funny. Yep. Um, it's I, I think it's great. And bodes well that we're getting a lot of season three news before season two has even come out, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And this guy's, I like this guy as an actor. I watched, a, I watched like the first several seasons of Supernatural before I kind of fell off. And I mean, he's a, he's like a charismatic dude. Yeah, I never, I, I always meant to watch Supernatural, but I never did. And then it just got so like, like they're on like season 25 or something. I'm exaggerating. It's like season 19, but still. They've got a lot of seasons. Yeah, and so I was like, this is just too much to watch. But going a little off topic, I did see where the creator, he said he had kind of like a Breaking Bad, he had like a five season or a finite amount of season plan, and he completed that arc, but then they were like, all right, but we want more Supernatural. And so that's when it started kind of getting bad is when he didn't know where he really, they just wanted more. So I'll I'll probably watch. milk it as long as they could. Exactly, which they've fucking did so i'll probably watch up to where he had planned originally to end it and then i might just like give up on the rest depending on how invested i feel um but yeah that's pretty cool news soldier boy yeah yeah i mean we like the boys here not yeah speaking of the boys what what what, what are we doing what comes out every friday well you know we got our uh, boys rewatch yeah where we're pretty much going through each episode and catching back up and refreshing our memories for season two Exactly. This week, um, this Friday, will be on episode seven. Don't really have the title in front of me, so don't ask. Um, but make sure you check that out. Comes out on Friday, and then we only have one more episode after that. There's only eight episodes, and then you know what happens: the boys comes out. 
Yep. Yep. And we're back at it. We are. They're releasing three episodes at once, and then it's going to be weekly from then on. So check I it like out. The three episodes coming out at the beginning. It's yeah. Cool. Get you like in there and pumped and then like make you wait for it, which is nice because it gives you some breathing room, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and for sure. I always like when like Umbrella Academy binge through all that. I'm like, oh, man, I really want more. But if I had to wait week to week, I feel like I wouldn't feel like that at the end, you know? Right, like Mandalorian was was a good setup. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Cool. Um, in the world of movies, Lawrence Fishburne was not invited back for The Matrix Four, um, which I think that's kind of fucked up. You're bringing back two dead characters in in Neo and Trinity, but not Morpheus, and he's he's the one who actually lived. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like it it seems much less Matrixy without Morpheus being involved. Yeah, exactly. Like. What the fuck? No Morpheus, maybe no Clay. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that. I'm not sure. Um, but do we do we know anything about this movie? Like what they're trying to do with it? No, we don't. They're they're being very very secretive. We we have some cast members like uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen from uh, Watchmen. He was Doctor Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see that. Uh, fucking Neil Patrick Harris is also in it. Um, along with Carrie Ann Moss and um, Keanu Reeves. Um, but okay. So I did some research in this and apparently there was like an online video game that the Wachowskis count as canon and Morpheus dies in that. But there's also a fan theory that he didn't actually die because the, the game kind of ended abruptly. They didn't really like finish it out and tie it up and everything. So like a lot of fans think he didn't actually die. So I'm thinking that might be the reason for no Morpheus, but then a lot of people are also postulating that Yaya is playing a younger version mm. of Morpheus. But also, I think Jada Pinkett Smith is also um, signed on to do it. So that I don't, I don't really know how it works. You know, what so, the heck is going on with this movie? We we don't know. We know nothing. It's not even the Wachowskis. It's just one of them. I think it's Lana. I'll double check that. But um, you know, the original trilogy, it was it was the siblings. Um, but now it's just one of them, so I don't know why, what happened to the other one. Why not both? I don't, I don't know. I, maybe they didn't want to do it anymore. Hmm. Um, Matrix 4. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so the film is co-written and directed by Lana Wachowski, who co-directed the previous three films with her sister Lily. Um, but yeah, so just, just Lana, like I said. But we'll have to wait and see how that one kind of shapes out. Yeah, I mean... I'm curious just because, I mean, I enjoyed the Matrix trilogy. I thought it was good. Heck yeah. Um, I even had a game for the PS2 back in the day that was pretty solid. Enter the Matrix? I think so. Yeah, yeah where you play as Ghost in Niobe? Yep. Yes. Yep. I love that game. Yeah, that the game, game was pretty was awesome. dope. That game was actually. awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of underrated. It, it is. And then there's like a secret cheat code you could put in so you could play multiplayer on it. Yeah. Yeah. There were a bunch of cheat codes for that game that were really cool. Oh, yeah. Cheat codes? I want to say... Cheat codes used to be, like, pretty awesome. Pretty standard for games, too. And they used to be, like, all online. You could easily access them. And right, right, like right. What? Um, I remember there were cheat codes for that game for, like, infinite ammo, like, infinite health. And, yeah. And stuff like that. What do you think happened to the cheat code? Why did it Why did it go extinct? You know, Grand Theft Auto, I mean, they still... But that's, like, kind of the whole point of that game. Um, right. But other games, what, what do you think happened? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know, actually. I've never really thought about it, but cheat codes just disappeared. And nobody even gave us any warning. No, no, no. They just swiped it. Yeah, but they all did it. So they must have, like, talked to each other and then didn't talk to us. 
They must have. They must have. Bastards. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Thanks for pointing that out to me. That's going to like keep me up tonight, maybe. What the hell happened to G-Codes? I'm sorry. I'll read you a bedtime story. Hopefully, that, that'll help. Cool. You know I like the sound of your voice. Love it. Um, Black Widow has been listed on Movies Anywhere, um, which has some people thinking that it's going to show up on Disney Plus and not um, in theaters, which I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Um, would I pay the $30 that they were charging for Mulan for Black Widow? Yeah. You would? Yeah, I would. Okay. Um, yeah, that just that seems like a bad deal to me, like regardless of the movie. $30? Like, like I could buy the DVD when it comes out for less than that. Or, uh, like, is it not available to everybody who has Disney Plus unless they buy it? Correct. Like, like, would it be on there at some point? Like, it will everyone? be at some point, yes. But you, So you'd have to, you, you could wait and get it for free. But the way they're looking at it is like, okay, it's like you're going, if you were going to see it in theaters like they were going to release it, you would end up paying this money. Now, some people are going to come out better than others because, say, you've got a family of four, 30 bucks, that's less than $10 a ticket. But if you got right. two people... Like, for just me, it doesn't make sense. Exactly. So uh, you just got to have to kind of weigh it and see how badly you want to see it and if you could wait. Me, I I, I, I don't want to see it that badly, but I also don't want to wait. You know what I mean? I just, like, if it's out, I want to I wanna watch it. So I guess, I don't know. I guess I just lied. So, yeah, so with Black Widow, I guess I guess I probably would drop the 30 if that's what they're doing. Um, because, I mean, that's a Marvel movie. It's mm -hmm obviously going to be a big deal. I'm sure it's going to be good. It looks like it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I probably will. I guess I don't really want to just not see it for a long time. I mean, you know what we could do? You, I could buy it. You could throw me a few bones. You could use my Disney login and bada-bing, well, bada-boom. I'm glad you have your voice lowered for that because, geez, man. Yeah, I didn't want Disney to hear. Disney has ears everywhere. Oh, oh boy, I heard you, bitch. You know, he's, he's in there. <laughs> That's um, your Disney overlord button. That is. That's <laughs> I like to think it's just like Mickey Mouse just running shit and he's a real dickhead. He carries around a crowbar. <laughs> to break. Like a lead pipe. To break my knees. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Good luck walking. Um. Anyway, moving on from Disney. <laughs> ben Affleck is returning as Batman in the Flash standalone movie. And we already know Michael Keaton is going to be there as well. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you think we'll see Battinson? I do not. I actually, it's pretty much confirmed that Battinson is completely separate. Yes, um, but so is Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck, but they're doing like this multiverse thing. That's why I right, brought the question. Right. But like, like right off the bat, we're not, I don't think we're going to see Pattinson in that mm -hmm. movie. Okay. Like, side he, note. He's just starting. Are we going R bats or bat Pattinson? Battinson. Battinson. Mm -hmm. Not our sure. bats, not our bats. Nah, nah. Okay, Battinson. Okay, so we this podcast will be saying Battinson. Um, and yes, I was kind of on the train with you. I was like, it would be cool to see him, but one, I don't think he would want to do it. He barely likes to do these big movie things right. anyway. Um, and it's well, not he hasn't he hasn't been established yet. Like he would, he'll just have the one movie out. You know, by the time the Flash came Sure, out. but you could say the same thing about Captain Marvel. I she, guess. She wasn't established yet, and she made her little appearance. Right, but, like, they established her so that they could put her in the Avengers. Sure, I guess. I don't know. Do you think we'll see any other Batman besides K 
Keaton and Affleck? Like, will we see Kevin Conroy or um, Christian Bale? I doubt Christian Bale. Val Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer. I could see Val Kilmer being involved. The only thing I, can... I question about Val Kilmer is Kilmer, Clooney, and Keaton are all supposed to be the same right. universe, right? So Right, that's true. That's true. So, yeah, I guess that wouldn't work. Um, but Christian Bale, I do not see being involved. I, yeah, I don't think either, but I, 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 I think it would be cool. I doubt he would want to do that. Yeah, yeah. And it, I don't know. It's going to be crazy to see Keaton in, in Affleck. Like, yeah. Just as the two Batman, like, that's even crazy in and of itself. Yeah. Like, those guys come from such different universes, and they're going to be somehow connected. All right. You did I I don't know if you watched the Flash and Arrowverse and all that shit. Um, I do. Okay, so you saw the Crisis. Yeah, that was awesome. And they they had they had uh, Kevin Conroy in there, right? And they had they some some other shit. So I don't know. It's 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 interesting to think about. And we also saw Ezra Miller at the end of that talking right. to uh, Grant Gustin. That's the part that I thought was the most awesome. And, well, yes, yeah. And what's cool about that is that cool or interesting or whatever is that. Um, Ezra Miller is going to start calling himself The Flash because he met Grant Gustin's Flash. Right, like, he didn't have the name, the name yet. Oh, The Flash, cool. Like, yeah. I'm going to take that and run with it, no pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I kind of fell off the Arrowverse. Um, I was I was like hardcore into it, like watching Arrow and Flash, and then it just got so much. Like you had Legends of Tomorrow and like, mm-hmm. and it's different to try to keep up with a bunch of like Marvel movies or DC movies than it is a TV show that's like 22 episodes a season and you have to keep up with five shows, you know what right. I mean? Like I'm just going to be watching over. Yeah, I'm just going to be watching TV all the time. I'm not going to have time to do anything else. And, and it's so, not even really good TV. No. Um The Flash, I think out of the ones I've seen, uh was the best, probably still is. Arrow so, was good at first and then it kind of fell off in my opinion. Yeah, that, that is what happened with Arrow. Um, and The Flash fell off very hard, too. Oh, did it? Um, I think it was around, like, season four or five. Like, things just started getting really muddy. Mm. And the show kind of went away from all the stuff that made it good in the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. Season one of The Flash is awesome. Like, I think I great, stopped at season three, so. Season one of The Flash is a very fun superhero show. Like, yeah. It's, it's, a great, it's a great season. Yeah. Um, but then the show, like, I know the show has since fallen off, and I stopped watching it um, in season five because of that. It's like, I don't know, this this show just isn't what it used to be for me. It's not doing it anymore. Sure. Um, I did watch, we're going to talk about fandom later, but I did watch um, the Flash panel just because it was on and I was in between doing stuff. And it made me kind of want to go back and rewatch, like, Arrow and really try to sit down and, like, go through and, like, watch uh, Arrow, Flash, and all that and mix in and match and, and all that. Um, so I might be doing that later. Who knows? Um, maybe I'll write an article about it if we if we ever get a website and uh, put that on there. We'll see what happens. The future is, okay. is ours. It really is, man. And I do also want to put it out there that I'm super hyped about Ben Affleck returning because, like, yeah, I we... thought he was awesome in Batman vs. Superman. Like, I... He was going to direct his own movie. He was going to write and direct his own movie mm-hmm. and all that. And then, obviously, you know, he kind of, he kind of like, I don't know, put the cowl down for a little bit. And now he's back, and it seems like he's in a better place, like, with his health and everything like that. And right. he's ready to roll as Batman again. So that's cool. We have two Batman right now. 
Do you? Th- I guess if you're counting Keaton. Sure. Do you think? Um, so I yeah he stepped away because he was going through some issues and stuff. Do you think uh, Justice League had any uh, anything to do with that? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So he was. I mean, he was kind of being let down by Warner Brothers, like mm-hmm. in a couple different ways. Um, the whole Justice League thing was just like a shit show, and he was having his personal issues during that time too. Mm-hmm. You know, they brought him back for all these stupid reshoot, reshoots, and he like wasn't in great shape. Uh, you could tell he wasn't in it in those new scenes that they had to reshoot. He wasn't like into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was having the personal stuff going on. And then the movie came out and sucked. So it's like, all right, I'm just I just don't really want to be involved with this anymore. I can't blame him. Yeah, but he's back, and that's good. Yeah, he's back because we enjoyed yeah, Batfleck. Batfleck. Yeah. Um, in other news, I saw that Pedro Pascal is gonna play a Nick Cage superfan in a new Nick Cage movie where Nick Cage plays Nick Cage. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and I think just on that premise alone, I am all in. I'm in. I'm definitely <laughs> in. Is this is this like created by Nick Cage? Did he direct this? I don't know. Let's uh, we could take a look and see what kind of information we know. Um. Executive producer Nick Cage, director Nick Cage, <laughs> writer, audio audio director Nick Cage, casting director Nick Cage. He's just doing it all. Um, it's directed by Tom Gormican, and Tom Gormican is also one of the writers. He wrote it with Kevin Eaton. Eaton, sorry if I mispronounce your name. Don't know you. Um, sorry, Kev. Uh, but the director. Did you see that awkward moment with Miles Teller and um, Michael B. Jordan and who else was it? Zach Efron. Yeah, I did. He wrote that movie. Okay. And he was also a writer on that show, Ghosted, that had Craig Robinson and um, Adam, Adam, what's his name? Adam Scott. Okay. Cool. Um, so this looks like his kind of like, this it. oh, he also directed that awkward moment. So this is his second movie directing. Um which I don't know. It seems like an interesting fucking concept, right? Let the record show for our listeners that this is our most anticipated movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Just me? Yeah. <laughs> um, here's the storyline on IMDb. It says a cash strapped Nick Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party, but is really informing the CIA since the billionaire is a drug kingpin and get casted in a Tarantino movie. That's a, that's not even a proper sentence. I was that's with a, it. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. I was with it until that last sentence was kind of a run on and and didn't really to is say anything. Official? Huh? That's on IMDb. That official like synopsis. It's on IMDb, so it's as official as we're gonna get right now. Okay. Um, Nick Cage. Here's a, here's a here's a fun fact. If you listen to our boys rewatch, you know about my my trivia facts. Uh, Nicholas Cage was against the idea of playing himself, even as cameo, turning down several offers, but changed his mind after reading a letter from Tom Gormican, that's the director, remember, that was attached to the script. So there we go. Okay. That's your one uh, trivia fact for uh, today. All right. That was a fun one. There we go. Um, but no, yeah, that's that seems interesting. Um, it'll be out expected March 19th, 2021. We'll see if uh, COVID has any impact on that release date. But that's what we got so far for that. Okay. Um, moving right along, J.C. Chandor is set to direct Sony's Craven the Hunter movie. 
And in my notes, I just have. <sighs> yeah. So is this is this going to be another like Spidey without Spidey? I believe it is like because Venom? you remember Sony was trying to do their own Spider Verse. Um, right, but did they mention that he was going to have appearances in those movies? I feel like they did it. They point. did say that at one point. That remains to be seen if it'll actually like what what is there to Craven without Spider-Man like um, Spider-Man is like that ultimate trophy that he wants to, to hunt down. Yeah. So what so is he hunting like, in his, this movie? Yeah. What's his motive if Spider-Man's not involved? Let's see. IMDb says Russian immigrant Sergei Kravenov is on a mission to prove that he is the greatest hunter in the world. That's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe he'll hunt Morbius. You know, I forgot that movie was even a thing. What, Craven or Morbius? Morbius. With Jared Leto, right? Yes. Yeah, um, I haven't heard any... I wonder if that's even still going, because I haven't heard anything about that in a long time. The only reason really? I just remember is because the picture came up when I was looking at the um, IMDb for Craven. Actually, didn't they put a trailer out for Morbius pretty recently? Like it was, it was like it was like before Corona. Um, okay. It says it still says expected March nineteenth, twenty twenty one on Morbius. So. Yeah, that's a that's another weird one. Which is also in this Sony Spider Verse, Sin Spider Man. There's no Spider. You being weird. For, they just need to give, give it up. Just give the rights back to Marvel or, uh, lease all of these characters to Marvel at, or you know what I mean? Like, right. There's no right. reason. I mean, like they, like they basically did with Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, you, you're still going to make money. You still get your name on, on the, on the little thing. Um, yep. but we get better stories. Like they just, yeah. they just don't care. We've about already, us. I feel like we've already kind of established between you and me that like, it's more about business to Sony than it is about actually giving the fans, you know, anything remotely close to what they want. Yeah. Yeah. Where Marvel is more about, obviously the business because it's disney sure but um they actually want to give us stuff that we want to see too yeah and yeah i mean i just i mean i'm gonna see it i will probably see it in theaters depending on who's in it and what the trailer looks like just because we've gone over i like the experience of the theater but i'm probably gonna walk out of that theater unhappy (laughs) yeah when i saw venom it was i walked out like "Eh, well that was a movie yeah, yeah, I I had and the same thought. It. it was just like, okay, I watched it. That was all right, I guess. But, like, y- you can't tell the Venom story without first telling the Spider-Man symbiote story, you know? Yeah, but they've gone and done it anyways. Yeah, they did. You remember in the trailer when they, well, they weren't saying symbiotes. What were they saying? Symbiotes. Yes, and everybody and lost their it. fucking mind. They're like, what yeah. the? <laughs> it's like such a small thing, but it's like... I guess that's like a nutshell example of why Sony sucks at this. I was That's why I brought it up. I was going to say that. I was like, is the one little thing, like, everybody knows it's a symbiote. Like, right. what the fuck were you thinking? Who was who was on set and was like, oh, no, 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 say symbiote. And and who was the actress that was just like, oh, okay. I'd be like, no, no, I think my character would say it like this. Or anyone else that heard it. Yeah, nobody There's said anyone anything. Anyone else involved with that production. Nobody spoke up and was like, no, it's actually symbiote. Like, this is very well known. Because nobody cares unless the check cashes. Right. Moving on. That's, that's Sony for you. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen has uh, been seen f- uh, filming as Borat in L.A., so Borat 2, right? Yeah. Give me more Borat. Borat's great. Um, I do think, though, 
it's getting harder and harder to make the like him his style of movies where he's dressed up as a character but nobody else is in on the joke it's getting harder and harder to do that because if he's using a recognized character like borat um we have all this social media and we've got all these smartphones now and it's gonna get captured you know what i mean right Uh, so like the kind of time of being able to do that like the early 2000s before we had all this uh when he was like in his stride doing like borat and bruno and all that it's it's kind of come to an end i feel like because Somebody's going to see you. Somebody's going to recognize you. Enough people know the character. Enough people know uh, the movie. It, it's, But I feel like yep. on the other hand of that, the older people that he's like duping probably still don't know. So it still works for them. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's like he's just going to have to carefully choose, you know, who he's involving in this stuff. Right. And it's like you said, it's, it's mostly like older people. Right. Um, but I mean, I liked the first Borat. I liked Borat better than Bruno. Um, so yeah, I'm, I wasn't huge on Bruno. Yeah, Bruno was all right. It was so I didn't see the Dictator. Um, so I can't really comment so I on didn't that. Either. Oh well, there we go. We're like right there today. We are, man. I mean, not that that's not that that's uncommon. True, true. I feel like it's it's just all the years of friendship that we share together. Yeah, we have a we have a connected vibe. Yeah, Mr. Miller's seventh grade science class. Mr. Millwa. Do you remember that kid? Oh, yeah. Do I remember his name? No, but I remember Mr. No, Milwa, Mr. Milwa. he looked like. I don't remember his name, but I just remember you always making fun of him for saying Mr. Whoa, whoa, like whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't making fun of him. I was... I was the pr- record show that Caleb was a huge bully in high school. <laughs> that was middle school. And middle school. <laughs> I was pr- honing my acting skills, um, going with the, the mimic thing. I was seeing if I could do the voice, you know, if I ever need to play him in a role or something. That kid? Yeah. In a biopic of his middle school life? Exactly. Seventh grade man for the job. You've been training? You've been training for this role? This is like the role of a lifetime for you. Oh, my God. You remember sixth grade when we, we did the science fair together? I do. We did. Wait, didn't we just do like a volcano or something? No, bitch. We did. What did we do? Again? We did popcorn. And we put oh, it in. The, oh. We we put it in the fridge, the freezer, room temp, and we saw which one had more kernels popped. Um, which obviously the one that was room temp would have the most kernels pop because it doesn't have to fight through the cold of the freezer that's, and the fridge. So out of everything that we could have done, that's our contribution to society, <laughs> to the scientific community. <laughs> now you know. We figured out that if you pop your popcorn at room temperature, you will get more kernels popped. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's it's a it's a dilemma that's on on people's minds so often, and we just we we solved that for them. Like the we sci- made a lot of people's lives easier. I want to say the scientific breakthrough of our generation for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So you're welcome, science. You're welcome, uh, humanity. Yeah. God, we're an idiots. Um, moving on to our main topic for the day. DC Fandom. An oh, yeah. eight hour long event. And I watched most of it. Um, when I wasn't watching it, I had it playing in the background. So I heard a lot of it. Um, I even watched the Wonder Woman cast play Werewolf. That's how like, okay. like I mean... <laughs> It was, it was actually, I was like, it's on just cause it's on. But then I like was looking, I was like, oh, this looks kind of fun. And then I kind of wanted to play werewolf, but yep. here we go. Yep. Yeah. This was awesome. I don't know that I was expecting as much as we got. 
Yeah, I definitely wasn't. So many, so many awesome tidbits. So many cool things are coming out that we're gonna love. Yeah, no, for sure. And are, is this gonna make you a DC fan? Some of this stuff. You know, I know you're not really a big DC guy at all. Okay, listen. When we were kids, my brother was Marvel. I was DC. DC started doing shit, and so I kind of pivoted. With the movies. Yes, because because I. I read comics as a kid, but I read them when I could get them from like flea markets and st- Jesus, I just had a stroke from flea markets and stuff because we didn't have a comic book store in our town. Um, so all I, all I had was like random comics and random tidbits. And so the movies were really my way in kind of to the superheroes. And I had the, the DC encyclopedia. I actually have it. It's over there. Um, the DC encyclopedia that tells you everything about every fucking character ever. I don't know what I don't know what edition I have, but yeah, like he had the Marvel and I had the DC, so I was a DC fan. Like I, that's was my first foray into comics. That was my first love, but then they started kind of butchering these characters that I had come to love, and so and Marvel was doing such a good job that I was like more into Marvel. Um, but even when I that checks out when I yeah when I moved. Um, to a town that had a comic book store, the first uh, comic books I subscribed to, they were all DC comics. I, I was re- getting Batman and Superman, obviously. I was getting a Green Arrow. Um, I was getting I was getting so many. There's like too many, honestly. But um, yeah. but yeah. So I mean, seeing all of this though, it kind of uh, reignited my love for DC because I mean, it's it's more than just the the movies, which I they are shit. Um, right. There's the actual books, which I mean, I still read um, every now and then. There's uh, the games, which I I will buy DC games. Um, it's just the I feel like Marvel. Incredible. Yeah, I just feel like Marvel is so in your face right now that it's hard not to be a Marvel fan. You know what I mean? And right. so that kind of takes. That was a long, a long-winded speech or whatever you want to call it. So, dude, I know exactly where your head's at on this now. So yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, now, now you've gotten a glimpse inside my head. I'm gonna take a drink of water so I can think. So, so me, I've always been a huge Batman guy. I've always been a big DC guy. I think the DC characters are, are like a little bit more compelling than the Marvel characters, especially in the comics. Sure. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Uh, maybe, maybe like Spider-Man excluded. Um, but uh, but yeah, the movies obviously have been super disappointing. You know, especially Justice League, like. That's the type of movie that, you know, you wait. Like, you're a, a comic book fan as a kid. You're a Batman fan as a kid. You you were a big Superman fan, I remember you, like, always talking about back in the Bruh, day. Bruh, my blanket that I'm using right now is a Superman blanket. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, and now, I mean, now with this DC fandom and all the news that we got, the games, um, the movies and stuff, like, it seems like things are kind of coming together on that side of of the, uh, the spectrum. Yeah. No, I will it's definitely agree. Um, so let's just jump right into this. We're going to talk Milestone Comics first. They're coming back. Um, a little history, if you if you guys don't know. Uh, Milestone, excuse me. Milestone Comics was founded in 1993 by a coalition of uh, black artists and writers consisting of Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cowan, Michael Davis, and Derek T. Dingle. Uh, the founders believed that minorities were severely underrepresented in America underrepresented in American comics and wished to address this. So they, they made their own kind of um, company and they put out things like uh, static shock is the biggest one. Um, they did something called icon and rocket hardware and they have like a lot more, um, but they're coming back. 
this uh, September 12th, uh, fans attending the second part of DC's fandom experience, which I didn't even know there was going to be a second part, will yeah, have either. 24 hours of digital access to Milestone Returns number zero. And this is going to be an introductory point for new readers and a, and a nostalgic experience for fans who were around at the imprint's beginning. Then there's going to be a new static graphic novel coming in 2021, which I, I believe they said uh, February. And on top of that, they also told us that uh, a static movie is in development. So I'm going to just throw my name out there to play static right now. Um, yes, I am a little older. Oh, yeah. So maybe my static, we don't need an origin story. We've seen a lot of origin stories. So my static, he's already a little seasoned, right? He knows kind of what also, he's doing. We're also familiar with him from the show back in the day, which I'm sure that everybody watched. Exactly. Yeah. Superhero I mean, I static shock. I yeah. still remember the fucking theme song. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, it's pretty cool. Like that. Uh, just hearing about like all this new static shock stuff that's coming up. It's like it's been a long time since that name was even like out there. And the show was the show I know actually was like very popular back. then. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved the show. It was so cool. Yeah. And I know there's yeah. been a rumor for a static movie for a decent amount of time because at one point um the guy from the kid from everybody hates chris was gonna play him and then it was said that Jaden was gonna play him Jaden smith and and now we have they're finally confirmed that it's in development now um with nobody set to play him so again i say to you Dwayne mcduffie caleb edward edley would like to play static shock i know you're listening what can me as a uh, you know, just common citizen. What can I do to ensure that you play Static Shock? Um, I feel like if we tweet at Dwayne McDuffie, perhaps does he have a Twitter? And we'll just we'll just tweet at him every every day. Okay. And we'll say, hey, tweet blast this man. Yeah, and he does have he does have a Twitter. It is and his at, Twitter is about to get a lot more annoying. At D McDuffie page the official Twitter page of writer, producer, humanitarian, Dwayne McDuffie. Wait. I like how he has the word page in his ad. Is he dead? It, the banner says, in memory of Dwayne McDuffie. Um, oops. But this Twitter, this Twitter is still active. Hold on. Let's do a little research. Um, yeah, no, he died in 2011. Um, okay. But he was one of the founders of Milestone Comics, and he did do the animated show. Um, let's see. Uh, so we're going to find somebody else to tweet at. Okay. Forgive our blunder. Rest in peace, Dwayne McDuffie. Thanks for Static Shock. He's a great hero. We all love the show. Um, well, moving on. <laughs> That's embarrassing. What do you think of the movie? It happens. Um, I think... So I, I, it'll be interesting to see if this is, um, like, part of the DCEU or something like that. Like, I think he could be a pretty, like, that. that's a character that could be pretty popular, like, in mainstream movies, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, th so you, you would rather be a part of it and not, like, a uh, Battenson kind of standalone or, like, a Joaquin Phoenix Joker type deal? Well, I feel like, I feel like Static Shock is, like, a lot of fun. He is, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I could see him like playing, playing off the other superheroes pretty well. Yeah. I, I would definitely like to see him like interacting with the flash for sure. Cause I feel like they kind of have the same kind of, uh, energy yep. and they would be able to play off of each other mm -hmm. really well. But yeah. So 
We also got a new video game <clears throat> from WB Montreal. We got Gotham Knights. Now, they've been teasing this game for fucking ever. Yep, and uh, everybody was expecting an Arkham game. They they were, and I was looking at the Reddit, and everybody was kind of pissed. Well, not everybody, but 90% of people were pissed. Yep, yep. The hype, the hype for a new Arkham game died, like... <laughs> In that instant. Immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, so here's what we know so far. Um, and I also saw something right before we started recording that um, gives a little details about the characters we'll get to play as. But Batman is dead. and Supposedly. Supposedly. We, Clay and I are not of the belief that he's actually dead. Um, but he's dead, in quotes. Uh, and you'll play as Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood. Now, you can solo or you can co-op. And uh, we know the Court of Owls is going to be a big part of the game. Um, we know it's a separate timeline than the Arkham games, so you don't have to worry about any of the continuity there. And, yeah, a lot of people are, are not happy. But let me read what I found. Um, all right, so it says Batman is dead. Gotham Knights won't put players in the Dark Knight's cowl. Instead, they can play as Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood in the wake of his death. With the Batcave destroyed, their base of operations will be the iconic Belfry. Then we got Batgirl. Barbara Gordon, the daughter of the deceased Commissioner Gordon. So apparently he's dead here. Is yeah, they did mention that in the trailer, too. I missed that. Um, is determined fighter and skilled hacker. After years of recovery and preparation, she's ready to fight using her melee tonfa, utilizing her kickboxing, capoeira, and jujitsu training. Robin. Tim Drake, a young prodigal genius and master of deductive reasoning, fights with his collapsible quarterstaff and utilizes a variety of stealth techniques paired with a background in psychological warfare and behavioral sciences. Interesting. Now, yeah. And it says, gameplay and co-op. Um, WB Montreal's Gotham Knights is an open-world third-person action RPG with progression for all four characters and their unique skills and growing arsenal. Up to two players can play together online cooperatively or fans can experience it as a single-player campaign. So you can't get all four on, on squad at once. It can just be mm -hmm. two people, unfortunately. Then it says, Nightwing. I don't know why they broke it up like that. The, la the other two are here. So Nightwing. Dick Grayson, the first Robin, is a natural leader and the eldest member of the Batman family. Nightwing's mastery in acrobatics complements his skills with dual Eskrima sticks. Red Hood, the artist formerly known as Jason Todd, is an intense and volatile anti-hero who exhibits peak human strength and proficiency in multiple combat techniques with several weapons, both traditional and high-tech. And it says, next-gen Bat Family, Gotham Knights is coming to PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC in 2021. Heck yeah. I like how they said the artist formerly known as Jason Todd. Yeah, me too. I was like, that's a little lame. <laughs> Um, but as we said before, Clay and I are not of the belief that uh, Bruce is actually dead. Um, my prediction is that you play as him late Act 2 or early Act 3 of the game. So um, what you were just reading, is that official from, from Warner? I believe it is because it was posted um, on the IGN uh, Instagram. Okay, so... I was thinking that you probably, like, Bruce faked his death for some reason or another, like something he's done before. Yeah, um, many a time. Probably so he can maybe secretly investigate the Court of Owls, and maybe it's to protect his, the Bat family in some way, shape, mm -hmm. or form. Mm -hmm. um, I figured that you would get to play as him at the end of the game or something like that. 
but from what you just read, they literally said straight up, you won't be putting on Batman's cowl. Yeah, but they people lie. I don't know. I'm I'm just a very trusting person. So. Well, never trust. And, and that was from the internet, right? And <laughs> everything on the internet's real. Never trust a video game developer. That's rule Fair. number three. Fair. Fair. Um, I mean, a lot of people, I think... All right, so a lot of the, the poo-pooing of this game, I think, comes from the fact that people thought it was going to be an Arkham game. It's not an Arkham game. You don't play as Batman. But, I mean, from what I've saw, the little bit that we've seen, we don't really have that much. The little bit that we've seen, I think it looks all right. There are some things that I don't like. I don't like that when you hit somebody, you see, like, the number of hit points that, I mean, that's just a little cartoony and cheesy to me. Um but, I mean, that's probably my biggest gripe at this point. Um, or or the fact that I can't have four people playing at the same time. I just have to pick one one friend. Um, which, is, which is funny because one of the main gripes is that it obviously, I mean, you've seen it too, that it reminds people of the Avengers game that, you know, is coming out. Right. Um, with all the co-op, co-op and things like that and, like, the progression system and things like that. Yeah. And then you're over here like, I can only play with two people. Like, I want more. Well, I mean, if, um, if I'm going to have that option, you know, like – I'd rather it be all or nothing. There's four There's four characters. If I'm going to play co-op, I want the option to have four people. Most, I mean, the Arkham games, I mean, that's a bad example. Um, most games, I like to play by myself to get the story first because I don't want to, like, kind of rely on a squad. And I don't really know, I don't really understand how in co-op the story continues. Like, are you going to get spoilers if you're not as far in the story as me? Or... Um, are you going to have to be on my level to be able to play? You know what I mean? I don't understand how right. that aspect of it's going to work. Yeah, I don't I don't really either. Um, and what's definitely different and something that some people I've seen like don't like about this game is that it's an RPG. Like, sure. The Arkham games aren't RPGs. So that's where you get like your damage points when you're hitting people and things like that because you're probably leveling up like your weapons to do a certain amount of damage and, and things like that. Um, I don't I don't really mind that. I don't know that it's like an improvement. I guess I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's not something that's gonna, you know, make or break it for me. Right. And yeah. Um, but, um another gripe I, I saw from, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. The, another gripe I saw was people talking about um with this like progression system in leveling up that we haven't seen before. It's like, all right, if I can't it's supposed to be open world, right? But I can't go over here if this if this thug is level th- 35 and I'm still over here at 20 he's gonna kick my ass but I'm supposed to be able to traverse the whole world you know what I mean which I guess theoretically I could but what's the point I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to beat him and I I don't like the idea of having to grind I'm not really a grinder I don't like to grind in games I I like the story-based games where which you level up in most stories like Ghost of Tsushima you level up but it's not like a I can't it's like a level up where I get more uh, skills and um, different moves. It's not where I have to be at this certain level to to do this right. certain thing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and that's that's one of the main like complaints that people had about like let's say the newest Assassin's Creed game, Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, like level gating and things like that. You have to be a certain level to do certain missions, go right. to certain areas, or else you're going to get your ass beat. Um, it's just, I mean, like the Arkham games obviously were very different, and you didn't have to worry about any of that grind. Because you were just going through it. Like, you could go, obviously, all over Gotham in, in Arkham Knight right. and beat everyone's ass, no matter where you were in the story. Right. I mean, you're, you're Batman, you're Batgirl, you're Nightwing. Like, right. these people should not be able, like, a common thug should not be able to just, like, knock you on your ass. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So what do you think of, like, the character designs? You think it looks good? 
I will say, okay, so the gameplay footage, Batgirl and uh, Robin look different than what they looked like in the trailer, which leads me to believe that you will be able to customize your outfit in some way. Even even in this picture, um, Batgirl has two different costumes in uh she's got the white eyes in one right yeah and then she's just got the domino mask in the other um so it's hard to say but based on these pictures that i'm looking at right now which like i said is on the ign um instagram i don't i don't hate the the design um are there some more colorful than i think a lot of people were are used to in like this type of game in a batman universe yeah i mean batgirl's got that bright purple um so yeah, I mean that probably would be. I'd make it a little darker, and I'd probably make it a little less bulky. I guess it looks kind of bulky. Um, and if you're gonna go bulky, you got to go like Arkham Knight Batman bulky, where it's like armored. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So. Um, I think I thought the combat looked pretty good. Like the actual fighting and yeah. the moves that you can do looked to be like pretty free flowing and fluid. Looked solid. I think it's going to be a fun game regardless. Yeah, like I said, the only thing I had a problem with during the combat was the hit the hit point values popping up, which I think is just looks stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, another game we we learned about was Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, and that one looks really fucking cool. This is going to be a super fun game right here. Yeah, our squad we've got Harley, Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, and King Shark. Um. It's also another solo. Uh, this one's by Rocksteady, who did the most of the Arkham games. They didn't do Arkham Origins, but they did the other three. Which was made by Montreal, which is making Arkham Knights. Gotham Knights. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Um, yes. Um, so, yeah, another solo slash co-op thing. Um, this one, you'll not, you'll not be locked into playing only one character if you're playing alone. You can switch between any of the other three squad members like at any point, which I think is pretty cool. It reminds me of a Sweet. game I played as a kid. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like an X-Men type game, but Deadpool was also in it, and you, you like pick a squad. It's called X-Men something, and it was like the rise of Apocalypse. Not Apocalypse. Hmm. Um, I can't remember. I'll look it up later. Bell for me. I'll figure it out. Um but yeah, no, I like the fact that I can I can play by myself. I can I don't have to choose one, and then it's like, all right, you gotta do this whole mission as this person. I can kind of flip back and forth between what skill set I want to use and win. Um, I love the trailer, the the bombs over Baghdad. It was a great song choice. It was like Heck yeah. getting you fucking in there. It was awesome. Yep. Uh, Cap- Captain Boomerang has super speed. Did you see that? So I think it's actually more of when he throws the boomerang, he can teleport to where it goes. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I was um, looking <coughs> into it a little bit more today, and I think it was IGN or something. They mm-hmm. put out a video of like everything we know about it, and that's what their take on it was. Mm-hmm. And I guess that kind of makes sense. It's like, it's like a bit of a superpower kind of tied to... Because like, that's a guy who doesn't really have a superpower, but they're giving him... Maybe it's more about the boomerang itself. Sure. Technology. And I was going to say that, like, I mean, his he throws boomerangs. There's only so much you can do with that. So they had to give right. him something else. Right. To even put him in the game is kind of a kind of a funny choice. And yeah. then, like you said, they just had to give him a little bit more. Sure. I mean, I'm not too mad about it. I know in the comics he has a son, and his son has speed bursts, which is what I thought this was. 
Um, so I didn't know if they were going to say that it was his son, but they confirmed that it's, it's actually Digger. Digger. Yeah. So, um, we know it's not, it's not his son. Um, so I mean, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I'm not, I'm not torn up about it. I was just a little like, huh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, I think it could be fun. I mean, this game, if this game is anything, it looks like it's just going to be a lot of fun. Like it looks kind of wild. It looks kind of crazy. Right. Um, the evil Superman at the end was, was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, we we learned that this is a continuation of the Arkham universe. How does that work with the Nightfall protocol? Yeah, so that's what I was thinking too. Um, I don't know. I mean, we don't know anything about about the connection. They pretty much just said, you know, it takes place after after Arkham mm-hmm. Knight. And he um, said a lot of the threads you saw in those games you'll see right. in this game. So yeah, so it's it's weird. And and they mentioned. Um, you know something about obviously the Joker's dead at this point, and mm-hmm. like, so that like that's going to be part of Harley Quinn. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I'm wondering if because like we don't we don't think Batman's really dead in this universe, right? Well, well, Gotham Knights does not take place in that universe. No, no. Oh, no. oh, I see, I see, I see. I see. Yes, yes, Knight. yes, 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 yes. I don't think he's dead in in the Nightfall Protocol either. Yes, no. Right, right. So it's like. Will he show up in this game? And is this is this kind of like an Arkham spinoff game where he actually will be involved, or is it just? And it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't even take place in Gotham, right? It's, it's Metropolis, purely in Metropolis, right? Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. So then, I was just curious how they were going to do that because we we saw the Nightfall Protocol at the end of Arkham Knight, and right. And um, I guess the the other thing that's really interesting is that it's the Justice League, mm-hmm. and this is in an Arkham universe, mm-hmm. which means that. Like at some point was, was Batman part of that? Part of the Justice League? Yeah. You gotta assume like he was. The Arkham Universe. Yeah, you gotta assume he was. Right, right. So uh, it's like, did his death drive the Justice League crazy? Well, see, I I thought with Superman having those purple eyes, I thought he was under some kind of mind control from Brainiac or something. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Yeah, I don't think his death drove them crazy. I'm sure they. No, no, I was kidding. <laughs> They just really miss him. Uh, yeah, they're, they're so torn up about it that they're just going to fuck everybody else up. Um, <clears throat> but no, it looks cool. We're getting a lot of, like, with Avengers, Gotham Knights, in this game, we're getting a lot of, like, those kind of squad mm-hmm. kind of things, which I think is, is quite interesting. It might be a product of Fortnite, honestly. Yeah. Everybody just wants to play together. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like a, a year or two ago, everybody started making Battle Royales after, after Fortnite, so... It makes sense. I but I I do still like story driven games. Heck yeah. At 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 certain point at certain points, you know. And uh, I mean they can they can make these games that. But sure. we just don't really know we just don't really know if like if those two are gonna go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. Um it'll be interesting to see, that's for sure. It releases in 2022, so we, we got a ways off to wait for that one. Yeah. This was yeah. just the uh, initial foray into it. Yeah, I'm excited to see some gameplay at some point. We don't, we haven't seen actual gameplay yet, have we? Nope, just the trailer and uh, the poster with Superman on it. Mm-hmm. And then that little tidbit when they were talking. But yeah, that's it. Right. <clears throat> Moving on to movie fandom news. Shazam 2 finally got a name. Shazam Fury of the Gods. And that panel was the biggest waste of time. So I didn't watch any of that one. <laughs> you didn't, I, I don't really know a whole lot about what's going on with the Shazam sequel here. You didn't miss 
anything. They didn't talk about anything. Zachary Levi made a bunch of jokes about how he can't really say anything. Then they had like a bunch of other people from the cast. Like they had Kid Billy um, and what was Freddie? Uh, yep. Yeah, right. Freddie um, and the little girl. Can't remember her name. Um, Lila? Sure. And then Megan Good, who played like the older version right. of her. They had them in there. And then uh, the little girl, she was like, okay, I'll make a poster. And she like, he's like, all right, don't make any spoilers she's like i'll put a unicorn in it she held up the poster and it was like oh blah, blah, blah. then like uh the writer or director came in and then fucking sinbad came in because she put sinbad in there and then they made a mandela effect joke about how everybody thinks he plays a genie in a movie called shazam but now he really wants to be in shazam too and they made a joke about putting him in that and then that's when they revealed the name of uh sinbad yeah. i was actually having a conversation with somebody recently about sinbad and i said something like you remember seeing a, a movie where Sinbad was a genie, right? And the person I was talking to was like, yeah, you're talking about Shaq, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Uh, I was like, you're, you're like almost there, and you know what I'm talking about, but not really. Right. Do you remember seeing said movie with Sinbad playing a genie? Yes, dude. No, Absolutely. man. No. I saw it. I saw it. Movie. Okay, so I thought you were making a joke. You're being serious? Do what? You really think you saw this movie? No, no, I just remember seeing it. I don't actually... <laughs> I don't think I, I saw that. it. I just remember seeing it. Right, right. Okay, well, Sinbad, during this panel, confirmed that said movie does not exist. So, so if, if we have any Mandela Effect listeners out there, Sinbad has said it doesn't exist. But why do I have to trust him? Why? It's just his word against everyone else's. Because he was supposed to be the one in the movie. Whatever, man. I don't care about any of that. All right. There's something There's something, <clears throat> uh, kind of dark at play here, I feel like. No, no, no. The movie doesn't exist. People are just stupid. Something sinister is going that's on. That's rule here. number one. People are stupid. Well, that's true. That's true. And rule number two is don't expect everybody else to have the same work ethic as you. These are Jessica's rules to live by. What was number three again? Number three, I made a... Oh, never trust a game developer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. <laughs> the, the, I added that. Rate, I added that last one. Number two. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Did you watch that panel? I did. I did. And mm-hmm. this um, this movie looks pretty sweet. I gotta say, it does. I I I was excited when I saw the first trailer. Um, we finally got to see Kristen Wiig fully transformed as Cheetah in this trailer, which I thought was cool. I don't really know much about Cheetah, so I'm interested like to go in with like fresh eyes because I mean I didn't really read any Wonder Woman or anything like that, and I mean I saw Cheetah in like Justice League cartoons when she was when she would make an appearance, but I mean they didn't really talk much about her, so I don't really know right. much about her, so I'm I'm excited to to see that. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was a really really interesting casting choice to pick Kristen Wiig for. A comic book movie villain sure so but i mean i love her she's awesome so she is he's gonna kill it i think it it seems like a lot of like her and then pete davidson like they're trying to get more like like not just do comedy movies you know what i mean which right. is cool i mean that should be their right they don't have to just do comedies they're good at them right. but i'm right. sure they can do other stuff and they probably want to do other stuff obviously if this is any indicator heck yeah and and she looks she doesn't look as um, as like off as I thought she would as Cheetah. Like I feel like it works pretty well, but obviously it kind of looks like cats. What? Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, at least there's no buttholes. 
Right, right. Release the butthole cut. <laughs> I'm really just I'm really just curious to see what like just give me like a screen grab of what that looked like. What? In cats when they had the butts. Me give you a screen grab? No, 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 not you. The general uh uh executive who has the footage somewhere that he just sleeps with at night. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That that movie. I never watched it cuz I knew it was going to be trash. No, no. I will never I will never put time of my life into that movie. No, no. Not a, not 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 into it. But Wonder Woman, I will definitely put money and time into that. I will. I will as well, for sure. And one of the things I really liked about this is that in the first Wonder Woman movie, obviously she was like the fish out of water. Sure. You know, when they went to I think they went to London or something. Yeah. And um, now in this one, Chris Pine is going to be that. Right. So that'll be cool. Do Do you have any theories? Are there any theories as to how he came back, how he's back? Yeah, yeah. So you know how he died in that plane, right? Yeah, spoiler um, alert if you haven't seen a four-year-old movie. Spoilies. Um, so, yeah, the plane, we didn't actually see it happen, but the plane crashed down in the ocean or in ice, and uh, he was frozen. And now he's back as um, a super soldier. Named Steve Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Is that really is that is that your theory? No, no, I have no idea what happened there. <laughs> no clue. Um, Glad to see him back though. I like Chris Pine. I do like Chris Pine too. I I want another Star Trek movie because I feel like the third one was not as good as the first two. Agreed. The first one is like that was a chef's kiss. If because you yeah, can't I see me, but yeah, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw the first two in theaters actually. Same. And third I didn't one, I see did the third see. one in theaters, no. No. I think my, my interest was kind of fading at that point a little bit. Well, that, and I feel like they didn't have good marketing on that movie. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I wasn't super interested in it. Sure, yeah, makes sense. But I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it once. I've seen the other ones a few times. I've seen that one once. So let's talk about the physics of her um, swinging from lightning bolts with her lasso. <laughs> How the fuck is she doing that? It looks fucking cool, so I don't really care. Yeah, it does look cool, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Who? I want to know who thought of that, because that's really fucking cool. Yeah, I I don't know. It looks really sweet, though. It does. The physics look a little off of her swing, but it's a lightning bolt, so am I really picking at physics here? Right. <laughs> All of that goes out the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it looks cool. I enjoy it. I'm excited to see the movie. Um, yeah. Hopefully it comes out soon. It, has it passed its um, initial release date, or is it still like on schedule? Do you I know? forget, but I want to say I want to say that they did push it back. They did push it back, okay? Because it was supposed to come out this summer, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to come out. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Release. Um, Wonder Woman is scheduled for le- release. Um, in the United States on October 2nd, 2020. And it was originally announced for release on December 13th, 2019. Okay. Before being moved up to November 1st, 2019. Then it was delayed to June 5th, 2020. And then Corona happened. So it, it, got, it was getting pushed before Corona. So that actually gotcha. looking at that does not give me any. Um, no, it doesn't. It does not bode well, you know, if it was getting no. pushed before Corona. Right. Um, but but we'll, we'll we'll reserve judgment. We will reserve the judgment. When um, so during the Wonder Woman panel, did you see you want you saw the Serena Williams portion, right? Yes. 
where was she it, had been talking to Julie, it, and they like created a superhero. Venus. For oh, did I say Serena? Yeah. Venus. Yeah. Venus. I get him the confused too. Was no. Venus. Yeah, yeah. I get him confused too. It's fine. Yep. But yes, I did see cool, that. Though. It was cool. Um, did you see in the trailer one of the funny parts? I, I thought I thought it was funny anyway when he was like gets in the in the plane and he's like the radar thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they won't be like able to see. The way I fly, no one's gonna see us. And she was like, "Oh yeah, so there's this thing called radar." Uh, and then he has a funny little quip afterwards. I can't think of what he said, but he was like, "Will they be shooting at us?" Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Good Chris Pine. Good Chris Pine. One of the good Chris's. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, excuse me. Heck yeah. We finally get the roster. We had like the actor roster. We saw all these fucking actors, so many fucking actors. But now we know who they are playing. So, I will run to, and it's a lot of obscure people. So, I'm going to run down this list. Absolutely obscure. Yeah. Idris Elba, Bloodsport, Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, John Cena. Peacemaker, Viola Davis, of course, is Amanda Waller, and uh, Jai Courtney is Captain Boomerang, Joel Kinnaman, Rick Flagg. I always fuck this guy's name up. David Dalmastian? He's the guy from Ant-Man. Uh, no idea how to say that name. He's Dast- the guy. Yeah. Polka Dot Man. Uh, Daniela Melchior is Ratcatcher 2. 2. S- yeah, 2. They got to put that 2 in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Aki is King Shark. He's motion capture, obviously. Sean Gunn. Of course, we got to get Sean Gunn in a James Gunn movie. Is playing Weasel, also motion cap. Flula Borg is Javelin. Nathan Fillion is TDK. Peter, Capal- Peter Capaldi, The Thinker. Pete Davidson, Blackguard. Alice Braga, Solsoria. Mei-Ling Ng as Mongal. And Michael Rooker as Savant. And I just... This just made me think. I like how everybody was just shitting on Michael Rooker during the panel, just talking about how awful he is to work with and how yeah, James Gunn was like, "Yeah, everything with this movie was going according to plan until J- until Michael Rooker got here, <laughs> and everything went to shit." And he he seems like a good, like he's just taking it, he's laughing, he's going along with the jokes. It's it's right. awesome. It seems like him and James Gunn are probably boys. Probably. I mean, he was in Guardians. Now he's in this. Yeah. Can't, you got to think they got a good good real. <laughs> Yeah, I think they have a good relationship. Um, but yeah, you know that you, I'm sure you know that Sean Gunn was Rocket Raccoon. He did the mocap. Yeah, yeah. For it. The mocap, not the voice. That was Bradley Cooper. The mocap. That was Bradley Cooper. Yeah, but, yeah. So now he's this weasel guy, which is pretty similar. Right. Um, I was. I can't think of where I saw this. It might have been Reddit or some uh, comment section on something. But they were talking about. Um, did they think they were going to try to give King Shark the kind of Baby Yoda slash Groot treatment where they make him kind of cutesy and uh, sell a lot of, you know, toys and shit like that? Because, um, you know, in the in the when they were doing the video, he's like kind of like bashful little wave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was an interesting um, thought. Yeah. But then somebody else said maybe Shark these days. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the, the, the game. But yeah. then uh, somebody was like, now nah, they're probably going to do that to Weasel. So. These are both of our motion capture um, characters, which is who usually gets that kind of treatment. So who do you who do you think's getting the? Oh, baby Groot! Oh, baby Yoda! Who do you think it? Um, I mean, neither of them are are particularly cute. Cutesy. I think yeah. I think that I think that Weasel would probably be a little more um, 
like endearing probably oh you think i think weasel could be like funny cute mm. and I was, just like zany as a character i was gonna go with king shark because i th- i thought the juxtaposition of him being like this big th- big monsters kind of thing and then he's kind of just like oh you know hi guys i thought the yeah, juxtaposition yeah. of that might might make it him so we'll see when the movie comes out work. we'll see who's right we'll put some money on it i'll give you five okay. galleons all right all right i'll put those up put them up i'll pay up if i have to but i'm not gonna lose <laughs> all right we'll see um i so yeah there's a lot of uh villains here i hadn't heard of blood sport peacemaker uh rat catcher um two yes two uh tdk the thinker Sosoria, savant and blackguard i don't know who any of those are uh the other ones i've, I've at least heard of even if i don't know anything about them i've heard of them What's what's funny is that it seems like James Gunn, while he was doing research on how to make this movie, mm-hmm. he was. It seems like he just went down the list and picked out like the craziest characters that he could, like Polka Dot Man. Like, right. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how? What obscure characters can I put on this team? And like, I want to go all the way with it. I want Weasel and Polka, Polka Dot Man. It's great though, because you because I know he's gonna do, like, he's gonna bring them into relevance. Like the comics are going to start like putting these characters in uh, a little bit more, maybe not like a lot, but they're going to definitely use them probably right before this movie comes out and a little after, um, which James Gunn just brings them out of obscurity, which is great. So I know that Polka Dot Man is like a minor, obviously very minor (laughs) Batman villain. Yeah. So what if they include him in the uh, sequel to the Batman? (laughs) <laughs> because he's going to be so well known his character is just going to blow up everybody's going to want to see more of polka dot man um if that happens i will give you my five galleons plus like my pinky my pinky finger okay sounds good polka dot man has to be the main villain in the batman 2 yep yep Not gonna he's happen. dark enough he's gritty enough <laughs> that white suit that just has multicolored polka dots all over it yeah i don't see it happening but more power to you um but yeah and then we saw like a little behind the scenes video um from this and it was it looked pretty cool i mean it's, yeah it, clearly they haven't really filmed a whole lot yet right yeah i was like we don't know much i was i was surprised we didn't get more harley quinn because you know that's like the money maker that's where everybody thinks you know what i mean when you say suicide squad everybody thinks harley so i was surprised they didn't put more emphasis on her or anything like that um which i guess is good because maybe they just want to i mean she's been in the spotlight for a long time now Mm -hmm. harley quinn specifically margot robbie's version Mm -hmm. um maybe they just wanted to for the first time not make this all about her well yeah what i was gonna say is like um which i think is good because it lets other people have time to shine but then i was gonna counter myself with our argument earlier about these studios just wanting money and she is their money maker. So you would think they would push her more and more like the birds of prey movie. Wasn't really a birds of prey movie. It was a Harley Harley Quinn Quinn movie. movie, Right. So, but no, it was cool. Um, I also, here's a a second fun fact. Ooh. Surprised you with this one. You didn't, you didn't expect it. No, no, I did not. What is this even going to entail? It's going to entail Idris Elba playing Bloodsport. So originally, when he was cast, he was cast as Deadshot to replace Will Smith. But the studio had a little talk, and they're like, we want to leave the door open for Will to come back. 
So why don't we make Idris play somebody else? And that's how he got the, the, the blood sport role. Cool. Yeah. And I do remember when he was cast, everybody was like, okay, he's dead shot. Right. And so he was originally, they never, they never like said that, um, to a big gusto or whatever. They're like, yes, he's dead shot now, but he was originally dead shot. And now he's not, which I, it, from look, like I said, I don't really know Bloodsport. Um, from the looks of it, it looks like they're pretty similar. Pretty similar. That's yeah. what that's what my thought was as well. Which also Pete Davidson's character also looks similar to yeah, like a, a Deadshot type uh, Bloodsport type deal. But I was looking it up. Uh, I think it was yesterday, and the the Blackguard of the comics doesn't really fit with what it looks like Pete Davidson is, which I guess is... I saw that too. Yeah, okay. I was kind of looking around at at these characters, and I was like, okay, it's a very different version from what was in the comics. Right, but I mean, it. it, I guess it fits because the comic version is very comic-y, whereas this is kind of trying to make it fit in a real-ish kind of world, you know? Um, And we don't really see much energy-based weaponry and, and stuff like that. Cause that's what this guy has, but it looked like Pete had guns like to shoot people. So right, right. we'll see what happens. Speaking, speaking of shooting people, um, John Cena's character, what's funny about him is he's, his name's peacemaker. His goal is like ultimate peace mm-hmm. at like whatever the cost, no matter how many people I have to kill to like make that happen. <laughs> right. And during their, funny. during their behind the scenes thing, uh, he was talking and he was like, yeah, they said, uh, be like a douchey captain America. He's like, all right, got it. And that's what we got. So yeah, that should be good. Yeah. He's good in everything he's in. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. The Marine. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. I meant we... modern John Cena. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he's really grown into like whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> We got some Snyder Cut information and a trailer. Hell yeah. Um, of course, Zack Snyder put the song Hallelujah in, in his fucking movie, like everything else he fucking makes. Yeah. But I like the song, so I don't I don't really care. In the next um the next trailer will probably be like Sound of Silence, the original one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. He 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 has like his own soundtrack that he sticks to. Like you're like, oh, this must be a Zack. Right. I mean, you know, it's a Zack Snyder movie just from looking at it. You don't have to hear anything, but because he has a distinct visual style as well, which he does. I like I like his visual style. Some people are like, eh, but I, I I enjoy it for the most part. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's good that somebody is doing this type of style. Sure. Like, yeah. I'm not. I don't know that I would say that it's like it's like my favorite type of like visual storytelling the thing like the effects that he uses and all the slow motion and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that um but i i am glad that somebody's doing it yeah i think it's I, cool and when it works i think it works yeah. like watchmen a lot of people shit on the movie i like that movie i i think it Watchmen's works there. one of my favorite comic movies yeah a lot of people don't like it a lot of people don't like it because which is this is weird a lot of people don't like it because it followed the comic too closely or the graphic novel too closely what the fuck do you want? Right. I mean, they they did make some major changes. Yeah. Especially at the mostly, end. But yeah, I, mostly for like believability. Yeah. Like, who's gonna believe fucking giant squids raining down from? But then the show did it and it worked. They did, they did. But you didn't see the actual big monster. Well, actually, you did right. in that one episode with the, the flashback. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, whatever. I like the movie. You like the movie. Moving what did you on. think of the trailer? The trailer. I thought it was all right. I mean. It, 
it I don't I, we don't really get much. We just kind of see like like there's no dialogue or anything. Really, it's just the music, and then you see each hero doing whatever. I mean, you get the the Batman line at the end about pretty he, solid line too. It was, and it doesn't look like he's the jokey kind of Batman, which which is great. Right. In 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 that like end scene, they had the Flash talking, and mm-hmm. he seemed to be a little bit less jokey as well. Right. He seemed to be a little bit smarter. Like he was, he seemed a little bit more serious. Sure. And that, I mean, that's, that's, it makes sense because Joss Whedon, he makes campy, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Firefly, like he makes campy, jokey type of things. Whereas Zack Snyder doesn't. (laughs) So, so, I mean, you see the difference right off the bat. Is it still going to be a shit movie? I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I think it's probably safe to say that it's going to be better. Yes, it'll definitely be better. marginally better. It'll definitely be better. Um, One thing we learned that I don't like, though, is it's going to be released in four one-hour-long chunks, which I'm a fan of sitting down and watching the whole movie at once. That's just how I like to do it. Like, if I'm watching a movie, I don't even like to pause it and get up and go to the bathroom or anything. I will hold it until the end of the movie, even if it's a movie I've already seen. I don't know why. I just have to watch the whole story the whole the whole fucking time but here we're getting four hour long chunks he also said that they would be releasing it as a whole at some point which i don't understand that because if you've got all four okay so here's the question and why i don't understand so is it going to be four hour long chunks but not all four pieces are coming out at the same time so it'll be like one a week because if you already have the four chunks why do you have to say at some point we'll put it together why wouldn't you just put it together and release both um versions at once and you get to decide how you want to watch it if you want to watch it in chunks or you want to watch the whole thing so that that means to me that it's going to come out like one a week or something like that or one a month or i don't know one a month holy shit i don't have no idea i think one a week obviously makes a lot of sense but i think the fact that they're saying that they're putting it out in four parts and then they're going to put out the full one later on that that pretty much tells me that it's it's going to be released like incrementally right and here's my problem i just went on this whole tirade about how i like to watch things all at once the a movie anyway but then you're releasing this in chunks, but I also want to see this because it's going to be like the topic. Like it's going to be the top story. Like everybody's been asking for this for years. It took a fucking petition. It took Twitter fucking uh, people. It's like, and it finally happened. And I don't even get to watch it in its entirety. I got to watch it in these chunks. And I know I'm being a big bitch right now, but I don't care. I mean, it feels kind of anticlimactic. Now we like, it's all this build up, and then it's like, okay, now I get to watch part of it. Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Like, up end game was four hours. They didn't break that bitch up into chunks. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird choice to me. I think. I think. I mean, end game came out in theaters. This is not going to. It's easier for them to do, like you know, breaking it up and putting it out separately and things like that. Why like is it easier? Service. Why is it easier? What do you mean? You said it's easier for them to break it up in chunks when it's on a streaming service, but why is it easier breaking it up as opposed to just throwing the whole thing on there? Okay, so they obviously want to drag it out a little bit. They want the hype to be there for a long time. I guess. When they release it. Sure. I think it's the that's the main reason, but it's like but yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's easier to release something as like a series when it's not coming out in theaters. If well, it's a movie. They didn't break Mulan up into chunks. Maybe they should have. I'd pay thirty. I'd pay thirty for each chunk. 
You'd pay 30 for each chunk. You heard it here first, guys. Clay Strowman. 120 all in. I'm all in for Mulan. <laughs> um, uh, we've already established no Mushu means no Clay. We did. So you're you're are you going to watch it at all or never? Mulan? Yeah. At some point I will. I mm. think I mean like I think you mentioned at one point that they're definitely going for like a crouching tiger hidden dragon vibe, so it could mm-hmm. be it could be a, a fun like kind of kung fu movie. Okay. Yeah. I will not pay for it though. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about the Snyder Cut? Um, no, not really. I mean, we've. I mean, we don't really know a whole lot about it. I mean, we do know a whole lot about it actually. We've kn- we've known about the Snyder Cut for years now. You know, we've mm-hmm. known about the scenes that are going to be in it and things like that. Um, I mean, it's cool to get the ball rolling, and there definitely were some new scenes in that trailer that we hadn't seen before. So yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, I will say just before we move on. He did not do any reshoots. He's using all the footage from before. So there's nothing new that wasn't around, what is that, 2017, 2016? I believe it came out late 2016. Okay, so all of this is all the footage he already shot. He's using that. He didn't do any reshoots, so which is cool. Yeah. So we know it's like the legit shit. Yeah. Um, and then finally. The main event. The, the main event. The, what we were waiting eight hours for. Yeah. The, and I actually got a I got a new button for the podcast for uh, for the Batman. Oh shit! Let's hear it. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and press it. Okay, I'm vengeance. <laughs> oh, I like that button. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm vengeance. <laughs> That's a great button. Where'd you get yep. that? How'd you get it so quick? Uh, Staples. <laughs> they already had those in stock. Yeah, ready to go. What were those buttons that Staples used to sell? Was it like an easy easy button? button. Or something? Yeah. I feel like a teacher of ours had one of those. I I feel like one did as well. Was it not? So anyways, they have this I'm Vengeance button now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like it. I, it's in my in my notes, in quotes. It says I'm Vengeance. It also says fucking awesome because yeah. it is awesome. This, dude, this was, this has been, so the Batman, right? I When they announced Pattinson, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Pattinson, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know what to think. Me neither. Um, didn't know what to think. I know he's a good actor. Um, but obviously we're used to him doing, you know, like Twilight and things like that. And, and all anybody could think about is, okay, the Twilight guy, like, why do I want this guy as Batman? Sure. Um, and then like when stuff started leaking, well, I guess they weren't really leaks, but they put out the picture of, or the like screen test of him in the suit for the first time. And they put out, um, a couple stills of, of him with the Batmobile and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't really known what to think, but dude, this trailer, like it could not have made my hype level explode more than it did. Like, this is awesome. That trailer was, uh, they've only shot 25% of the movie and that trailer was still so awesome. Right. Yeah. Everybody knows it's no secret. I've been like kind of out on the DCEU. I've been poo-pooing it, which is now the DC uh, MV, right? Multiverse. Is that right? We coined that. Oh, well we coined. Okay. We coined it. DC MV. Yeah. When I said that the other day, I was just like, making that up oh i thought you saw that somewhere that's good no, i was just like i was like dcmv rolls off the tongue better than dceu but no i made that up yeah. we're going with it we're calling it the dcmv so uh the multiverse obviously multiverse. um but yeah so i've been i've been shitting on it and then uh so i mean i yes everybody knows pattinson from the twilight movies um I, I've I've seen some indie stuff that he's done, not all of it. So I know he's a better actor than what was put forward in, in those movies. So, I mean, but I was still a little hesitant because, you know, I know he doesn't like those big movies. So was he going to be totally invested? But right. it, it seems like 
this is not like your typical Batman movie. I know he, uh, he Matt Reeves uh, said that like a million times um, in his panel. But like it's it really just feels like they made this crime drama slash thriller and it just happens to have Batman characters in it, which right. I think is really fucking cool. And Heck yeah. because I mean, obviously we we're, we're fans of superheroes. We like Batman. But then to see a different spin on it and to see that uh, it's like, for lack of a better term, this gritty kind of neo-noir type deal. And he mentioned like Taxi Driver was one of his um, inspirations. Chinatown. And Chinatown, yeah. Which I haven't seen Chinatown, but I, I added it to my list after he said that because I want, I want to watch it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, it looks really cool. And then the trailer, I mean it hyped me up from like, cause I told you I was at like whatever low expectations. Then I saw this trailer. I was like, Holy fuck. I'm still trying to contain it. Cause I know they've dropped the ball before, but this looks hey, really we know good. Matt Reeves is a good director. True. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's like, it's so like visceral and so like brutal and like grimy. Looking. Yeah. Um, this, so this trailer, obviously this is early and we don't know a whole lot about this movie. Sure. Um, but, from the trailer, it feels like this is gonna be like the next like huge DC movie. Like it feel it has like the Dark Knight kind of feeling. It has the Joker kind of feeling to it. Um, Did you like Joker? And I know that everybody's really damn hype about it now. Yeah. Did you like Joker? Yeah. Yeah. Joker's a great movie. The only the only thing I maybe didn't like is the fact that it showed me the Joker's origin, which is. Part like one of the big reasons why you know he's so like interesting and alluring. It's like mm-hmm. we don't know where this dude came from, who he is, how he got to be, you know, what he is. But was and that kinda, his real they origin? They kind of took that away from us in, in the movie. But was that his real? The Joker. It was awesome. Was that his real origin, or was he just no, recounting no. that? No, I'm saying in the movie he could because you know at the end he's talking to the shrink. Maybe he made it up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think they left a lot open to interpretation with that. Movie. So you can, your head canon can be that that's not his real origin, but the only reason I bring the movie up in the first place is because, like you said, I got those kind of vibes. Like it looks like a kind of dirty city. Like it doesn't look like any of this like polished stuff that we've seen so yeah. far. And yeah, and they're they're um, I want to say they're trying for an R rating. Oh really? This. So that would be awesome if we have. So we have these two Batman, right? We've got Batfleck and Battinson. And we could have Affleck as our PG-13 Batman mm-hmm. for the Justice League movies and things like that, um, the Flash movie. And then we can have Battinson as our R-rated, like, grimy Batman. That's awesome because I was thinking earlier today when I was, like, doing my notes and all this, I was like, a R-rated Batman would be really cool. I didn't know they were discussing doing that with this one, but yeah. I would yeah. totally – I would be on board with that. That would be fucking awesome. Especially at the end oh, when yeah. he beats the shit out of that, that gang member. Dude. That was so dope because I didn't think that they were going to really like put much priority into the combat because it, it, it very much is like a very story driven sure. um, movie and it's like <clears throat> a character piece and things like that. And they're tapping so into I that figured, detective you know, thing. Right, right. So I figure, you know, it's going to be kind of like Christopher Nolan. They're not going to put much into like the fight scenes and things like that. But they just showed us such a brutal Batman brawler right. in this trailer. And that was. That was just awesome. And then, of course, at the end of that scene... Hit the button. I'm vengeance. There it is. Yeah. No, yeah, he beat the shit out of that guy. Um, so, yeah, neo-noir whodunit, very thrillery. Uh, Matt Reeves kept saying uh, something about, like, this investigation will touch on something in Batman's origin and, and Bruce's mm-hmm. history. And 
corruption has a personal connection to Batman. And it kind of got me thinking Court of Owls, which I know Gotham Knights is Court of Owls, but this has kind of a... And we had that Easter egg with the Joker's um, card. It had an owl on it. I don't know if you saw this freeze frame. So I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, look it there up. Just, def- so there was definitely... Did I say Joker? It was Riddler. Owl. Riddler. Yeah. Riddler owl. I don't. I feel like I said Joker, but it's Riddler. You did say Joker. Okay. Um, I meant Riddler. Sorry. Yeah. So, so that, that would make sense. So he's going to, as he's um, investigating these murders and trying to get to the bottom of what's happening, he's going to uncover, like, deeper corruption and, like, more information about Gotham and how it works and, like, how it got, you know, as grimy as it is. And it, it does seem like that would be a perfect um, opportunity to kind of shoehorn in the Court of Owls yeah, as, you know, just this behind-the-scenes kind of running Gotham organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's going to tie into probably like his family's past and in their involvement with corruption in Gotham and that type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Court of Owls would be cool. We see who we assume is the Joker in that like mask taping Riddler. up. Yes. God, why do I keep doing that? We see who we assume is the Riddler in uh, that mask taping up the other guy who whose name we think is Don. Um, and yep. It's a Riddler. He, I mean, Matt Reeves said this. It's a Riddler you've never seen because we don't really see the Riddler doing any like hardcore kind of like murdery type. This is a serial killer, like a Zodiac killer that Batman right. is going to be investigating. Exactly. Yeah, he sends him these letters. like, And it almost seems like the Riddler wants Batman on his side because, you know, he's like, oh, are you? I can't remember the, the actual riddle, but it's something about like, are you justice? Come come find me. Shit like that. Um so, I mean, it seems kind of like playful in a way to where it's like, all right, I'm doing this kind of upright vigilante type deal too. I think I'm dealing out justice. I'm just doing it in my own way. You want to come hang out with me and we can deal out this justice together, right? We're both lunatics. Yeah, we both dress up. And I, um, and the reason we think that's the Riddler, I mean, it looks kind of like Paul Dano's head shape in my opinion, but then also his coat that he's wearing in that scene is green, which is obviously the Riddler's color. Yep. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it had to be the Riddler. Right. I wish, um, or I want, yeah, I wanted more, but I know they've only shot 25% of the movie, which is amazing that they made this trailer with just 25% of the movie shot. Like that could be a full movie. What we saw in that trailer. Right. There's a lot in there. No, it's like a lot of different scenes, a lot of different like points in the story. It feels like, so it's like, the, the finished product of this movie, I can't, I just think my hype level is just through the roof on this movie right now. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's, that's the benefit of shooting a movie out of order. Like I've always thought, like if I ever got to make like a movie, I would want to make it in order just so I can get kind of that journey and where I'm going. But like shooting it out of order, like in times like these, it's great because you can put this trailer together when they've been, they've stopped production for like, what is it? Four or five months now. Yeah. Um, and you can still put out this trailer because you have all these different parts and different scenes. I mean, we saw Jeffrey Wright. He looks very commissionery, or he's not the commissioner yet, but we know where Gordon goes. Um, we saw, okay, so I did not realize when I was watching this that that was Colin Farrell. Dude, it's ridiculous. What? How, how do you even pull that off? He looks like a completely different person. He did. Like, because the first time you see him, he's in the car and he's like, whoa, or says some shit like that. And I was like, oh, that who's this? Crazy yeah, I was like, I was like, who the fuck is this? And then... Like, I was reading stuff about it later, and they're like, oh, and unrecognizable Colin Farrell. I was like, there's no fucking way that was him. And then you get that other um, 
look of him like i think it's raining or something but it's like his yeah. like face you can see like the scar on his yeah. face yeah yeah i was like holy shit like that's crazy i did not recognize him in the least bit which i'm happy about cuz i was like colin farrell the penguin eh, i don't Same. know he's a little he's a little too Same. handsome he's a little too charismatic you know what i mean Same. um but i mean they fucking you turned him into the penguin yeah that's great. Yeah. Which he's not the penguin yet. Apparently, he doesn't oh, yeah. like being called the penguin. They doesn't like it. They've just been but calling him gonna, Oz. He's going to become that like crime lord and like embrace it. Right. Yeah. Um, no, this movie and just talking about it with you just now. I mean, I'm getting hype again. I don't know if you can tell. Um, Dude, the first so the first shot where they show Battinson himself, mm-hmm. where they're you know Gordon's in there reading the letter. He's like, "Does this mean anything to you?" Mm-hmm. And then Batman's just standing there. Mm-hmm. Like, he. I've been, I've been a little iffy on the suit and things like that, but it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, like the, I, I like gasped out loud kind of when I first saw him. Yeah, the, and it's really cool that he's, so like he's in year two as Batman. Right. Um, and it's cool that he's already working like hand in hand with GCPD. Right. Like it's it's very much like a partnership. And you even see him like fighting a bunch of cops at one point. Right. I was gonna say there's got to be like, some kind of tension there or something. Yeah, and then he, but he like stops when Gordon like puts him up against the wall. He like restrains himself and lets Gordon kind of like do his thing. Right. Um, he lets Gordon like defuse him. Exactly. And then yeah. that scene yeah. when he's like flying up on the grappling hook, you can, that's also in the police station. So we can assume that happened like right after that f- fight or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody we cool have. looking shot too, him coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the camera is like with him the whole time. I, I really like yeah. that. Uh, somebody we haven't talked about who's also in the movie, Selena Kyle. We got Zoe Kravitz, um, who's not Catwoman yet. But so Matt Reeves, he he kept talking about how like this isn't a Batman origin story, but then he said, but it is kind of the origin of his Rogues Gallery. So yep. we, we've we've obviously got the Riddler here, and we're gonna get some Selena Kyle and Penguin, which is really cool, and um, Falcone as well. Yes, yes, John Turturro. I forgot he was in it. Um. So no, yeah, it's like, I, I'm excited. I don't want them to to run into the same mistake that uh, Spider Man Three did, where they have too many villains for one movie. Which yep. I trust Matt Reeves. We'll, we'll we'll be fine with it. Um, and it doesn't seem like he's getting interference from the studio like uh, like Spider Man Three had, where he had to shoehorn in Venom, um, and and do that. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I think I think they'll make it work. Yeah, and it also doesn't seem like all the villains are going to be the villains, which is what Spider-Man 3 did. You had to get the villains' origin stories for all three of those villains, and they had to be villainous, and blah, 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 blah. It looks like we're just getting introduced to these characters. We're we're not necessarily going to see them full-out villain in this movie. Right, and there will, he did mention that you know they'll be connected. Obviously, they're part of the, the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like he has like a very kind of like, succinct vision in mind for how each villain is going to, you know, impact Batman's story here. Right. No, it looks, it looks really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. My, my expectations weren't super high for this cause I just didn't really know what to expect. Same. But they are up there now. For <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Like I cannot wait for this damn movie to come out. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, do you have anything else you want to say about this? Um, I mean, not really. I, I'm just super hyped about this movie. Same. Like, like, I've been talking about it all day. I've watched the trailer, like, eight times. No, yeah. Um, God, 
uh, yeah, I just I can't tell you how excited I am for this. This D- is awesome. Didn't your brother used to call his car the Batmobile? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I yeah, remember. Yeah, he had a uh, a black like 2000 Mazda 626. Mm. This little shit car. <laughs> but the, it the Batmobile. But the rims were like blacked out, right? Yeah, he blacked out the rims. Um, he put a Batman vanity plate on the front. There it is. And that was the Batmobile. Very nice. So if so if Pattinson's car is anything like that, then we're good to go. Sold. Yep. Um, so we got this whole DC fandom. It was eight hours long. We got all this shit. We got it because we don't really have we don't really we don't have Comic Con, right? That's kind of the reason they put this together. Yes. I think it was it was a success. I think so too. There were some panels that I didn't give a shit about, but that happens during Comic Con too. There's some panels you right. don't give a shit about. It's, it's usually just the Hall H stuff that's the big stuff. But they had a lot of stuff. It was their own thing. So my question to you is, are we going to see DC fandom moving forward in lieu of Comic-Con, in addition to Comic-Con? What, like, how does Comic-Con fit now that um, DC has seen that they can do this themselves? They don't have to shell out money to rent this space from Comic-Con. Um, they're also not selling tickets. True, true. So they're not making money that way. But I mean... I think we see both going forward. Fan, okay, so how do they decide what goes to where? Well, that's not up to me. I, I know. I'm asking you to postulate. Postulate. So I think it. I think it would have to do with. I think the bigger the bigger announcements would be at Comic Con. Sure. Because people are paying to see that stuff mm-hmm. and, um, and all that. I think the bigger announcements would be at Comic Con. The rest would be at Fandom. And then they would just go deeper with the stuff they talked about uh, during Fandom at Comic Con. Okay. And then uh, follow up to that, once Comic-Con resumes and they start not having the big announcements on Fandom anymore and just going to Comic-Con, are we gonna see, we're definitely going to see interest in Fandom diminish. Do you think they're just mm-hmm. going to do away with it after a couple years? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously, like, like streaming things, doing things digitally is, like, the big thing right now because it has to be. Right. Um, but it's, like it's such an easy medium to allow fans to like consume this information. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that they just do like, it was a pretty big success. Like I can't imagine they just do away with it at some point. I don't know, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. I do wish we had a Marvel equivalent to see like what, what they're cooking up over there. Cause we don't, we, what's the last Marvel news you had? Um, this black widow thing. (laughs) (laughs) exactly like dc just put on this entire show they've shown like where they are like like, fucking covid isn't slowing us down we got this this and this coming for you we're revamping these uh milestone comics all this shit and then marvel's just kind of sitting there um playing with their fingers which is kind of a first usually with their fingers yeah i was i was doing this i don't okay (laughs) i thought you were going for something else there until you said fingers Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Marvel's uh, sitting over there twiddling their fingers. Twiddling their, yep, fingers. Um, But yeah, so, which is not usually how it's been these past couple years, um, right? Marvel has kind of been pushing and, and being the leader, but now they're kind of not. You seem behind right now. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, For the first time in, in at least uh, t- 11, 12 years. Yep, yep. So we'll see what. I'm sure that they're cooking something up right now. When did, I can't. When was fandom announced? 
I keep saying fandom because it sounds better than fandom, and I know why they changed it to fandom, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, so I, I want to say the first time I had heard about it was maybe maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, same. Like it wasn't, it was fairly, it seemed like it was announced fairly recently. Right. But they've, obvi- like, obviously this stuff was not happening live. Like this was all pre-recorded. It's, right. it's quite obvious. Um, so I was, I was curious, like when they actually recorded it and, and, and all that stuff, because I mean, did you, did you notice that Ezra Miller had a beard at one point, yes. had a shaved face at another point? <laughs> yes. And he had different fingernail polish in one yep. video than he did from another. Yeah. Yep. Um, I thought that was quite funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Marvel could, they have plenty of time because I mean, Corona's not going anywhere anytime soon. They have plenty of time where they could put something together. It's just whether they do or not. Do they, do they just rest on their laurels with Endgame and, and all that stuff? I mean, they've announced I don't that, know that, I can't imagine that they're actually like feeling pressure because we, they've killed it for so long. They have. They do have some exciting things in the works that we know about, shows and movies. Sure. So... But, I, and I think they probably are cooking up something like DC fandom. But they could show us some stuff. Like, we haven't seen anything from Falcon and Winter Soldier. We haven't right. seen anything from What If, really. Like, I mean, they could do... I I would be interested to see one of these from Marvel. I'd be surprised if they don't end up doing something like that, especially since Comic-Con's not going to happen. Yeah, that, and that's why I thought they would, because, I mean, we're... Yeah, we're like a month, two months away from when Comic-Con would have been. So right. it's surprising that they didn't already have that thought like DC did. But here we are. Maybe they did. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe they'll announce we'll it tomorrow. Plays on. Next week. Yeah. You have anything else to add, Clay? Yeah, just one thing. Mm. On vengeance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hit it one more time. I'm, 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 I'm vengeance. God, I love the remix. And with that, I am Caleb Edley. That is Clay Strowman. We have we are your masters of the cultureverse. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at masters.cultureverse. And we'll see you this Friday when we discuss episode seven of The Boys. Thanks for kicking it with us. Later. Big